0: Morning, friends. Welcome to daily prayers. It's Hump Day. It's Wednesday today. You're halfway through the week. Yay! Can I hear a resounding shout across the land? I'm Pastor Randall Friesen, and I am your host with these daily prayers. As we spend our time uh, working our way through different passages of Scripture, praying together a little bit, encouraging one another, maybe getting a little bit of trivia and stuff we can share across the coffee table, which is going to be growing now as Things open up a bit more. Man, it's been cold again. I, I'm, you just get used to a little bit of warmth, and then you get soft, right? You get soft, and then all of a sudden, boom, just hits you again, the cold. And it's such a cold temperature that just nails you, just surprises you, and then it takes your breath away, especially in the wind these days. I mean, they're not horrifically cold like 30s for sure, but compared to what we've gotten used to, it's gotten cold again. It gets cold again, up and down. It is Wednesday, Wednesday, February 23rd. And we continue our journey through uh, Psalm 119. We're doing this special little unit just on this one chapter. And this ch- one chapter is going to take 22 days. Because remember, it's an acrostic of the Hebrew alphabet. And today we take on the third kind of letter of the Hebrew alphabet, Gimel or Gimal. Gimel, And uh, it's... So there's eight little verses after it. And so far, this chapter's been all about the Word of God, focusing, trying to focus our attention on the value of the law, the Word of God, the the writings, the recordings of God. So we're going to continue our way through Psalm 119 today. Did you know, here's a bit of trivia. Uh, Let me back it up. Have you ever won a contest on a radio? Like, you know, there's a radio contest for... Tim Hortons coffee, or a movie pass, or maybe a concert tickets you were able to win, or something crazy, or maybe it was a cruise, maybe it was something huge, something big, or a thousand dollars, or something crazy like that. Well, if you've ever won anything because of a contest on the radio, it all started on this day in 1910. 1910 in Philadelphia, the first radio contest was held. <laughs> I was racking my brain wondering what the contest was, what you could have won. Like in 1910, well, wouldn't have been a flight somewhere. <laughs> I d- I doubt it would have been a uh a car or anything like that. What could you have won? The very first radio contest is held. Maybe it was like a doily, like a knitted doily or something like that. And and how did you get it? Like did everybody have phones in 1910? I don't want to date myself and look like an idiot, but I also don't want to presume that everybody had phones then. You could just phone the radio station, especially if everybody's on party lines. And yeah, how did they run the contest? Well, today was the first radio contest held, and it was held in Philadelphia in 1910. It's kind of appropriate that we're looking at this uh, Psalm 119, and that it's pointing us back to the scripture back to the word of God again and again and again and is valuing it because it's been on it was on this day in 1455 that johannes gutenberg john gutenberg prints his first bible now that's an estimated time because it probably didn't happen right on that day but it was right about this day like uh february 23rd in 1455 that johannes gutenberg prints his first bible And the rest, as we say, is history. Well, it's actually all history that we're talking about this morning right now. The rest, as they say, is history. And we talked about this a couple days ago when we talked about uh, him inventing this press. The printing press is invented. Well, now he's printing the whole Bible. And how that would revolutionize things. I mean, even the writer of Psalm 119 didn't have The whole Bible, the whole scripture that we understand and have today. He had bits and pieces, probably, scrolls that were kept in the temple. uh, And that was the the word that he held. And and still he's telling us here how he esteems it, how he studies it, how he reads it. There was a lot less to esteem and study and read back in that day and in that time. Uh, They would have had the Pentateuch and some of these... Psalms, which were the the songbook of the day that they were writing, that they were working on, and some other histories. And he would study those things, and he, he was already at that time saying, oh, they're amazing and they're wonderful. Uh, and then we have in, 19, sorry, in 1455, all of a sudden, all this is printable. All this was printable. And regular people, very soon, regular people could could have a copy of the Bible, the scriptures, the holy scriptures themselves. It's a miraculous thing. And now today, we, we put these things, these whole Bible apps are on our phones. We, we have them online. You can just pull up a, a verse. It's unbelievable how available the Word of God has now become around the world, throughout the earth. The Word of God is available if you want it. It's there, and it's there in a language that you can understand. Most people, there are still translations going on, and I know this because I know some of the translators personally. But, uh, but, uh, but there's a lot now. There's there's more translations of the scriptures available than there ever has been in the history since certainly since 1455. Well, that's kind of a cool thing on this day, the first Bible. Hits, hits the print and is a copy. Now it probably was this thick, I imagine. You know, like those big old family Bibles? I can just imagine John Gutenberg running upstairs to his wife. Honey, honey, look what I've made. <laughs> this big, thick Bible. Printed the Bible. And she's like, well, I can't read. How am I supposed to? Yeah, she probably could read. Whatever. If he was married. Sorry. I'm dragging that one on a little too much. Psalm 119, we're going there right now, and uh, we're reading verse 17 to verse 24. Gimel, the letter Gimel, it's an acrostic, remember? So let me read Gimel for us. Be good to your servant, that I may live and obey your word. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truths in your instructions. I am only a foreigner in the land. Don't hide your commands from me. I am always overwhelmed with a desire for your regulations. You rebuke the arrogant. Those who wander from your commands are cursed. Don't let them scorn and insult me, for I have obeyed your laws. Even princes sit and speak against me. But I will meditate on your decrees. Your laws please me they give me wise advice stop there the word of the lord friends this is true as true today as it was in that day when the writer of psalm 119 the poet wrote it for his time and for his day do god's laws still please us your laws please me they give me wise advice do they yeah they really do There is much truth in this book, so much truth, and so much of it is subtle, and a lot of it is hidden, that you need the Spirit to give you eyes to see. So much of the truth and the the wise advice is tucked away in different places, in how people deal with one another. Even reading the life of Christ, he instructs us how to live and how to, to be a blessing on this earth. Your laws, the law of God, pleases me. It gives me wise advice. You rebuke the arrogant. Those who wander from your commands are cursed. Right? When we stop reading the book, the Word of God, when we stop engaging with the Word of God, we become, we come onto a slippery slope, a slippery place, because we don't know what the book says. So when the world comes at us and says, oh, this is okay, or that's legitimate, or this is all right, or that's fine, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do because we don't know the word, what the Bible says about it. And then we end up wandering away from the commands of God. Those who wander from your commands are cursed. And he's not even saying here those who make an intentional decision against the word. He's not even saying that. He's just saying those who wander away. Wandering away is the dangerous thing. I can bear witness of that. Being a wanderer when it comes to the Word of God is not a great thing, like wandering in and out. like It's better that you have the Word in your life than not, but it's when we say, I'm not going to read the Word this week or this month. Sometimes I tease some of these, some of these people, like in church, I'll, I'll find a Bible that's, that's still here like leftover from Sunday or something, and then I'll mention to that person the next week. So did you miss your Bible this week? Well, no, why? <laughs> I'll say, well, you left it on the counter in the kitchen downstairs, or you left it in the pew, and I put it in lost and found, or ma- your mailbox, or what have you. We, we get that way. We start to wander, and we just kind of wander off, uh, away from the book. And then one day, f- goes into two, goes into three, goes into four, and then we're in, we start to get into trouble. Because we have wandered away. But the main verse I want to pull from this Gimel, Gimel section is verse 18. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truths in your instructions. There is, a, there is a, there's a need for God to open up our eyes so we can see. And that's where I was going with that last point. We need God, the Holy Spirit in us, to open up our eyes, to teach us, to give us insight and wisdom and understanding. It's that important. We need God to open up our eyes. Now, in that day and age, the Holy Spirit didn't reside in every believer. He resided on prophets and kings, etc., etc., and certain individuals. But now, in this day and age, after the Holy Spirit has come and been poured upon the body of Christ, every follower of Christ has the Holy Spirit to teach him or her, to open our eyes, to see the wonderful truths in his instructions. That's why when I say the Holy Spirit is your teacher, ask him now to teach you before you go to the word each day. Holy Spirit, teach us today. Show us the way forward. And that's going to be my continued prayer for you, for us, that the Holy Spirit would be your teacher, that the Holy Spirit would open your eyes and teach you and make you wise these wonderful, wonderful truths, so that you don't miss them and so that you don't wander off. I want to pray for us this morning. Let's pray together. Yes, Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit in each of us who follow after you, who've accepted your forgiveness for our sins, I pray, Lord, you would now open up our eyes to see the life and the truth and the way. Lord, open up our eyes to see the wonderful truths that you have in the Word of God for each of us. Help us to see, give us eyes to see and ears to hear, Lord, what you have for us. I pray that great blessing upon each of the listeners today and upon myself, that you would open up our eyes to see something new today, something truthful, and help us to get it today. And we pray these things to the glory of your name. We pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ, who loves us completely. Amen. And he does love you, friends. Jesus loves you today on this cooler day again, uh, just as he did yesterday. And he's by your side. And he's willing to be your teacher. The Holy Spirit is called our teacher. So one of the things he does is teach us. If you're willing, if you're wanting, he will be your teacher. And he will open your eyes. To see the wonderful truths that he has for you in this word, in his word, uh, today and these days. Yes. Remember that Jesus loves you. Enter a radio contest today. <laughs> remember Johannes Gutenberg who printed a Bible on this day. And remember God who loves you completely. Be safe today. Come and go in safety. Take care of yourselves. And may God himself be close to you and be in you and to be your teacher. Lord willing, I will see you again tomorrow for some more of uh, Psalm 119. But for now, take care. Bye-bye.